Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. And we're back. Right here, I'll do it. Huh? Uh, uh. <laughs> what? You know what that means? That means it's time for the Doc G a show. Woo woo! Yeet! Jeez. Oh man, I gotta turn you down, Justin. You are so you are so amped today. Oh sorry. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, blood I think it's because it's close to me. Ah, what a Wednesday though. Can you believe this, fellas? Wednesday. I am your host, Dr. G Bersoni. With me, as always, Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista. Salutations, listeners. Prepare oh. for your, for the ride of your life. Woo! Woo! Wait, what? Dave, Burles, <laughs> Berlin. I'm back, listeners. I missed you guys. He's back. We were hoping we would have a, a, a quad Woo! fest, but we, we lost out on L. I know, FMA. man. Duty called. Duty called. don't calls. get America's heartthrob today. Sad. We're building He's anticipation. Yeah. Yes. Very sad. Fellas. I've got something I want to chat about. What's what you thinking? You've heard of adulting, right? I try yeah. to avoid it at all costs. Same here. I hate it. We've darn near made this a verb, fellas. Mm-hmm. It's been around since about 2008. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. We've almost made a noun into a verb. Adulting. Folks love it, using it on uh, social media. <laughs> love to do things, you know. Hey, I did my laundry. Adulting. Hashtag adulting. Or just got a mortgage on my first house. Hashtag adulting. Mm-hmm. Adulting. Millennial bashers, they love bringing it up. They love bringing it up as a way to highlight how we don't enjoy doing adult tasks and how we're worthless. Yeah, that's about right. Um, and I got to admit, they're correct. Mm-hmm. Agreed. They're correct. Agreed. You know why? Adult tasks suck. They do. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. They're horrible. I'm I and like nobody's horrible at them. You just don't want to do them. Why do we have like, to do them? Like doing laundry and then folding it. Yeah, like I'm not horrible at that. I can do it. Yeah. I just don't want to. Like changing your underwear. Wait, yeah, what? exactly. Showering. Never, like, wow. Bingo. There's I want to wear the same pair every day. There's a huge difference Girl, between on. not being good at something. Mm-hmm. And not want to do it. Not want to do it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And you brought it up. You know what's easier than folding all of your clothes after you wash them? Not folding all of your clothes after and you leaving wash them, them in the bin. I just yeah, leave God. them in a giant pile, and I choose from the giant pile later. Why? Yes, sir. Because it's it's way easier. And then I can just throw it in the dryer and put it on tumble press. And wh- if it's wrinkled, dang. What's, what's That's smart? What's the benefit, anyways, of folding them if you can't get them wrinkled? Like, yeah. there's no. Yeah. So there's no benefit. Sometimes the even when you do fold them, they get wrinkled. Exactly. Bingo. They fall off. And you're just gonna unfold it anyways. Amen. 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 What about you know? I mean, what 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 about uh, watching a bunch of people get married that you barely even know? What about what? that? How come it always comes back to weddings for you? Because they're lame. Oh I shoot. I did that it's last par- weekend. It's he was part at a wedding adulting. last week. You have to go I, and you yeah. have to act like you're happy for And him. buy them a gift. You have to buy hey. a gift. No. But you know open bar is always nice. It was not doing that. But you know what's a good part of adulting? Open bar. Yeah, open bar. Was there open bar over yes. there? Yeah, guess what? I don't have to kill my sorrows with booze if I That's don't true. go. <laughs> he doesn't even drink. <laughs> That's way All soda better. for this guy. You know, you know what's better than shaving? Not shaving. 
well, ding, 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 ding. to shave. Yeah. Because this doesn't look nice. So yeah, that's true. Your I, I'm your accept, culture. I didn't I'm an mean exception. to bring it back to that again. Too. Asterisk. Asterisk for that one. I'm sorry. But I, I'm here to say we, we don't need to adult. Why not just stay in Neverland your whole life? How about that? That's yeah, in school. I mean, a bunch of student and fly around. Amen. You know, I mean, that's what wear we do some green Neverland. tights, fly around, fight Captain Hook. That's the kind of stuff that I'm into. I was more thinking about like Rufio. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking yeah. about Hook. Hook, yeah. That's a good mm. movie. Yeah, Solid yeah. Robin Williams movie. Right exactly. R.I.P. He finds he finds himself. He, he finds does. the real Peter Pan, mm-hmm. and that we all win from that. Wait, how what? about that food though? We really yeah. derail. <laughs> it's okay. It is, where they imagine the food. The imaginary food's awesome. Oh, yeah, all that was of a sudden, cool. they have a food fight. It's Bangarang. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Bangarang. Classic. Bangarang. Awesome. But I think that's... Are you ready to bangarang the show? I'm ready to bang. Bangarang the show. Awesome. Let's fire it up. Let's fire it up. Five. All three engines up and burning. Two. One. Zero and lift. Off. Okay, fellas, we got a great show today. I Always, mean, obviously, the trio's back, but we also let's go. We have a fantastic guest today. Mm, we got have White Denim. We have Steve Terriabecki from uh, from White Denim. What yes. a last name! He is uh, interesting. He can he can wail on the bass. He yeah. is a he is a slap in the bass. Slap in the bass. Slap in the bass, man. It's mean how he goes down on the bass. We got some pretty hot jams from them. I can't wait. I'm going to ask him about Nintendo. What? Okay. Uh, Why their, Nintendo? Their, uh, their song uh, was featured on the release of the Nintendo Switch. Oh, sick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and they actually uh, they have this sweet poster I'm going to ask about that they digitize their faces like a original Nintendo box. Oh, nice, it's nice. Pretty cool. I can't wait to talk to him. It's going to be a good time. Great Sick. time. Uh, we are going to start, though, where we start, which would be birthday soon. Here we go. Now. Happy birthday, Mr. I've been waiting two weeks for this. Okay, this one, hmm. I'm going to sing. Jeez. It's going to be a singing one. Okay. First time for everything. No, no. Remember I sang the Whitney Houston one. You didn't get that one. Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, yep. I think I think Justin will be able to get this. I don't know. I don't know how probably not deep you are in this area. I'm real deep. I don't know. I'm knee deep. Okay, here we go. Well, my friends, the time has come. Raise the roof and have some fun. Throw away the work to be done. Let the music play on, play on, play on. Everybody sing. Everybody dance. Lose yourself in wild romance. We're gonna party, karama, fiesta, forever. Nice. Come on and sing along all night long. All night, all night, all night long. Who is it? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I got two names in my head. I am going to. Uh, well, what are the two names? Is is, is a G. It starts his first name with an L. L. His last name with an R. I'll give you one more clue. Okay, come on, come on. One more clue. His daughter was on a famous show with, uh, um, uh, what's her name? The heiress. Um, huh? Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton was on a show. Oh, Lionel Richie. Boom. Let's there go, baby. Is. Oh, you 
could say he's American Idol judge. All night long. Oh. Boom. Man, if you sung easy, oh, I would have taken Commodores. that. You can't go. That's, that's I know. not him by himself. I know. I was going biggest hit by himself. That's and I true. Didn't prepare. I should have prepared a little bit with the background music, mm-hmm. harmonized a little bit. I'm sorry. It's good. It's, okay. it's good. Was, it's good. It threw me off the beginning, but then. Yeah. Once I got into the party, Karama Fiesta yeah. forever. Yeah. That's party. Good. June Karama. 20th. Nineteen forty-nine. That's when he was born. Everybody. Nice. He, Sixty-nine. He doesn't okay. look that old. Sixty-nine. He looks good. He looks, good. he looks good. He's kept it together. His daughter. Yeah. She's had a pretty party life, you know. Pretty party party. hardy. I don't know much about her, but I've been watching American Idol. Okay. And he kills He's a judge. it. Yeah, yeah, he kills it. He's Very awesome. Nice. Good for him. Happy good birthday, him. Lionel. Sixty-nine. You party it up, Lionel. That's right. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. You ready to rip the headlines? Yo, rip yo, it. Yo. And now the news. Fellas, we've got we've got a lot of lady uh, headlines today. That's that's different. We're featuring the ladies today. For the first, I think like four stories we got ladies. Hmm. Um, a couple good ones. Couple, couple not so good ones for ladies. Yeah. But, uh, a couple good ones. So let's start here. We'll bring them up and then drop them down. And of course, guys, <laughs> you know, I love. Meat. Old ladies, what? Old ladies, old dudes. They're they're you they're love them. Surviving for years on years. Mm-hmm. I like to see that. Guys, surviving. we got a story like this past people. week. Um, we got a story from what's her name here? Let me find her name. Come on, uh, Helen Granier. Helen Granier. Uh, she beats out. I gotta say, she beats out. Remember the the guy that was 104 from England, World War II vet, worked mm-hmm. out 90 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is sort of the exact opposite with Helen Granier. Okay, Wait, she turned 105 last week. Dang. Yep, from the old Florida guys, from oh, the Florida. Nice. Her secret to life, a long life. She said, "I don't know. I never expected to live this long. I used to drink beer. I smoked." <laughs> Every night, I stayed out late, you know, dancing, then oh. I'd go to work in the morning. Helen Helen's was a awesome. baller, fellas. Yep. Baller. But this is my favorite part of her story. She said, uh, my husband didn't like that I liked gambling. My hu- husband wouldn't take me to Vegas because he knew I liked gambling. Mm-hmm. Now, this is I loved playing the slot machines. So, I went to Las Vegas when he passed. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Wow. I love it. Oh, After that guy snap. died, I said, that wet that, blanket's not Now I can gamble. I'm going to use all your money that I just got from you yeah. dying. Now Let's I can gamble. <laughs> it's great. She brings up in the story how she remembers World War One. Holy. Wow. Not two. One. Oh, uh, my. 1914. How she old was she then? that craziness, man. It's crazy. She, she was she was barely born and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Barely born. She said she remembered three years old. She remembered, and I'm like, I can't what? remember three. No. And nope. you've got 70, <laughs> 72 years on me. How do you do that? She's Amazing. Great. Gambling. That's a secret. Gambling, drinking beer, smoking. Those and are dancing. All, yes. Oh, the dancing. That's you got to dance all the aerobic activity. All night long. All night. Lionel. Wow. All right, guys. We're going to go from a story about an awesome old lady mm-hmm. to a story about a sad young lady. Man, this oh. stinks. So what? this past week in the city of Madison. Wisconsin. 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 Yeah. Where the University of Wisconsin is located. Badgers. Uh, there was a lady on the campus who needed a little help. 
Okay. Needed a little help from the fire department. Uh-oh. So she called the uh, fire department for what reason? What reason do you think she called the fire department? Her cat was stuck in the tree. Oh, I was going to say that. That's it's a I good guess. So. Very good guess. Her dog was stuck in the tree. Very Whoa. good guess. Wasn't either animal. It was her. No. Oh! She was stuck in a tree. How'd she get that, there? That sounds like something that would happen at UNF. Seriously. Uh, she decided to cry, climb a tree. That's yep. how she got there. And then she was like, oh, this is too yeah. much. Too hard to get yeah. down. So the student was situated about eight to nine feet off the ground. Wasn't even that far <laughs> up. I mean, if you think about it's it. It's like this. If she would have hung down. She basically would have fallen She would have been like two feet away two, from three the feet, ground. Two, three feet, yeah. Uh, yeah, so she, she got up you there. idiot. She climbed up the tree, and then she looked down. She's like, whoo. She's like, hell no. I'm up here. Mm-mm. I can't. What should I do? And so she strategized, she said, for about 20 minutes. Hmm. She couldn't come up with anything. So she had her phone on her. She gave a ring to the to the fire department. Or actually, she gave a ring to 911. <laughs> oh. Which I'm, I'm surprised they weren't like, that's not an emergency, idiot. Just jump out. Yeah, not <laughs> um, an emergency. They, they directed her to the fire department. Uh, and the fire department came. They pulled a ladder off of their truck and mm-hmm. said, there you go. And she walked down. Sweet. And then the uh, fire department said, so uh, hey, so are you done climbing trees now? And this was her response. Maybe. What? She's letting him know what? she's not finished. If Maybe. If you can't go up eight feet into a tree and not be afraid... You need, you, you need to retire. You need to retire. I mean, can't if, climb I was, trees. If, if I was the fire department, I'd be like, well, listen, on the next one, we're not helping you get down. Yeah. yeah. You, if you get stuck, you're, stuck. you're on your own, yep. just to let you know. Uh, we've got another one. Another lady story, fellas. Are we going back up? No, this one's still down. down the or... next one okay. is going to be way up. End on a good the note. The next one's way up. Sick. This one's still down. Uh, fellas, you ever been to a music festival? No. No, neither have I. I went, to, uh, I went to one... I've never been really interested. It's too much for me. Not my thing. There's too much going on. There's too many bands. I can't focus. Like, there's just stuff. There's so much going on. Stuff going on. Well, yeah. well, Caitlin Bukaki. Strom. Caitlin Strom. She was recently at <laughs> Winstock Country Music Festival. Sick. Where, where is that? Winstock. S- somewhere up north. I didn't get an exact locale. I want to say the Carolinas. No, it wasn't. It, I mean, I'm, I'm talking I'm like gonna north, Indian, north. I'm going to say Indiana. Wow. Yeah, I'm thinking it was Midwest, I, as I recall. I want to say it was Wisconsin again, but I, I might just be the last. <laughs> All right. Continue. But we'll say Wisconsin. It was Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Sure. Sure Winstock and Wisconsin. I'm going to say Indiana, but you can say Wisconsin. Anywho. So I'll let, the, I'll let her describe it. This is from the, the story. Mm-hmm. So we were all just having fun, and I saw a big exhaust pipe on a truck. Hmm. And I was like, hey, guys, I bet my head could probably fit in that. What? So I tried it. Oh, my uh, the goodness. The female population taking an L. It did fit. Okay. But Didn't it come wouldn't out. come back out. Oh, no. So she got stuck in this giant tailpipe. And there's a couple no. pictures. There's actually a video, too. Of how, her how long being was stuck she in, in it for? Uh, 25 minutes oh. before they got the uh, firefighters Did there. Did they have to cut the exhaust? They got a power saw, had to cut oh, the exhaust. Oh, that's scary, oh. man. That is so scary. You got to make sure you you don't know what you're hitting. Head. You really yeah. don't want to get an unplanned oh, lobotomy that, on Oh, that guy head. who owns that, that truck's probably pissed. I would I would be pretty upset. If I they wonder how many drugs she was on, goodness gracious. Uh, well, she wasn't, Seven. Drink, uh, she wasn't uh, drugged. 
she was drinking. Idiot. And as soon as she got out of the tailpipe, the police were standing there and cited her for underage drinking. Oh. Nice. oh. Tough, man. Get your head stuck in the pipe. and. The, well, this is the real downer for me. Take that pipe and smoke it. Over 2.3 <laughs> yeah. million people watched the video on uh, Facebook. Uh, 2.3 million? Yeah. And that was last week when I checked it as far Ooh. as... Yeah, already 2.3 million had seen her not at her best moment. That's awesome. Not at her best moment. So hopefully Caitlin won't be sticking her head in any more tailpipes anytime. I mean, I'd be afraid that it was still hot, too. I'd have to do, like, an inside touch and, like, I mean, just stick your head up something that gets to, like, 400 degrees. Mm -hmm. And all those, like, fumes and stuff. No, thank you. Okay, gentlemen, we move from two sad ladies to one Badass Pick it lady up. from Pick Georgia. It up. Come on now. Dee Dee Phillips. Dee oh, Dee sounds like a BA name. Dee Dee Phillips is a grandma mm-hmm. that lives in Hart County, Georgia. Okay. So Dee Dee was working on her truck. That's right. Truck. Nice. And she had just recently applied a bumper sticker to her truck that said, Women who behave rarely make history. Oh, wow. Good, good mm. um, that's when she heard her neighbor's dog barking. And she looked up. She's like, what's going on here? And she looks up, and there's a bobcat coming (gasps) straight at her. Right? And she's like, this thing's rabid. This this has got to be rabid. And it was, by the way, when they tested it after. It was rabid. It came at her and jumped straight at Dee Dee. What'd she do? Straight on Dee Dee. It went straight to her face. And I'll let her uh, take it from here. She said, they go for your jugular. (laughs) <laughs> when they can get a vein, you're dead in a couple of minutes. Uh-huh. I thought, not today. Oh I ain't dying today, the Bobcat. I, that's not the way I'm going out. Oh, my what goodness. a B.A. It caught her slightly in the face, but I got him before he could do much damage. What did what she, she do? Like a knife on I took something? it straight to the ground and started inching my way up to its throat, and I strangled it to death. No! Oh, that's sick. That's right. She strangled So it's a, dead now. Yeah. And she's a grandma. That's right. Come on now. She strangled a rabid bobcat to death. That is pretty sick, honestly. All the hunters out there. Oh, my god! How do you feel about your hunting utensils when a grandma strangled an animal? A bobcat with her bare hands. That's right. Her cousin started a uh, (laughs) Fundly, which is uh, a bit like a GoFundMe, you know. Uh It's another FundMe page Mm -hmm. to get her her rabies treatments because it actually, you know, it cut her hand. Oh, so she needs, yeah. Bit her a little bit. The goal was $20,000 because each treatment is around $10,000 if you don't have uh, insurance. insurance. They already made it to over $23,000. You go, DD. Dang. Get well soon, DD. Bobcat killer. Bad, bad mamma jamma, man. BK, DD, BK. Awesome. You think you could do that, Justin? Probably. Yeah. What? Probably not. Oh. <laughs> Maybe if it was a baby bobcat, you could. Maybe do if it was a baby bobcat, I'll kill a baby bobcat. Oh. Wow. I'll murder it. I wow. don't care. I got a G. This is not a game for me at all. Okay. Well, we're now moving from ladies to tigers. Whoa. That's from right. Did it get smuggled again? Well, you know I'm How, a fan yeah. of tigers. Yeah, we like tigers. We've had some stories about tigers. Tigers escaping in Atlanta, tiger which game. was one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know what? Play, uh, play play, the 911. Play the clip. We're going to play it. Come on. Henry County 911, what's the location of your emergency? I am sitting here at Jellico Road coming off the interstate. There is a tiger walking down the, ex- the ramp to... 
Okay, it's walking on to the interstate down the exit ramp? Correct. And what, what is exactly does it look like? Uh, tiger. <laughs> I just love that clip of him. Yeah, well, it looks like a tiger. So, come on. That's what a tiger looks like. <laughs> Can you explain what it looks like? Uh, tiger. The end. Moron. Anyways, Tiger's being smuggled across the Mexican border. Mexican border, border, yep. We all remember that one. Well, apparently, I'm not alone. Apparently, Americans like owning tigers. And it's a pretty big problem. The BBC wrote an article about it. It's estimated there are 3,890 tigers in the wild today. Mm -hmm. There's an estimated 7,000 in America owned privately or at zoos. Wow. So there's almost double, double the amount yeah. of tigers in our country relative to all the other tigers in the where world. Where they're supposed to be. That's right. So uh, we have a lot of tigers. It's estimated that in Texas alone, 2,000 to 5,000 tigers. They're not sure. Why no in Texas? Idea. What's happening there? Texas all the rich has very are... low regulations as far as owning tigers, and they also don't really check up on it. They just sort of are like, you, you don't have a tiger? We believe you. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. You know, don't really check up on it. Uh, and apparently, get this, this is even the crazier part. Americans smuggle more tigers into Mexico than Mexicans smuggle tigers into the U.S. What's happening here? So our bro that got caught at the uh, at the country line was, was actually probably getting an American tiger back, back into over. America. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. It's such a, it's such a problem. Even a tiger at a prom this year in Miami. Just last month at Christopher Columbus High School in Miami, the prom's theme was Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, okay, okay. Surprisingly, the tiger didn't seem to be too big of a fan of being at the prom. Yeah. Very agitated. He was in a uh, cage. If he could have been out of that cage, he would have murdered murdered. most everyone at that that (laughs) prom for sure. I'm sure all the lights and music and stuff. Not a fan. Not a fan. They also had lemurs there, too. Wow. They didn't seem to be fans either. Uh, Um, Much less claws with the lemurs, though. Yeah. Uh, My favorite part of this story, though. Lemurs strangled uh, someone. That'd be (laughs) be weird, man. Uh, (laughs) From this BBC update, my favorite story was when they described an Austin truck driver, a guy from Austin, Texas, who uh, bought Taj, a baby tiger, in 2001 at a truck stop. In Texas. Oh, that's what? so cool. Just like apparently walking out after, you know. Hey, you want a tiger? Buying Sweet. a Slurpee. You want a little tiger like, cub? 200 this bucks. guy. And he was like, sure. He bought it. How and much? Then, did it say? No, it didn't say how much. Mm-hmm. But then the truck driver uh, kept him in his truck until Taj began tearing up the cab of his truck completely. Mm-hmm. And then he you gave away the tiger to the Austin Zoo. This dude literally thought he could just drive around with a tiger tiger in his passenger seat and the tiger would be cool with it. Like, hey, bro, how do you think? How do you like America? Am I right? That would have been a cool little thing. Thought he would be El Jefe May in his passenger seat. You're not. Come on. It's a 400-pound beast. That thing will tear you apart. That's a fact. Okay, last story. Last story from the headlines. Now we're going to move on to lifeguarding. Okay. Ooh, this I'm, is pretty... I'm an expert at this. This is a pretty That's intense true. story. Uh, you remember when I brought up the lifeguarding at the nude park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got a place now that I can say I can definitely recommend not working at. Okay. That would be Clareton, Pennsylvania. 
Sounds like a place I wouldn't want to work. Why is this a bad place, you ask? Because Lynn Robinson, who was a lifeguard there, was shot Wait, while oh, working. Shoot. Jeez. So the story's unfolding. There's a lot of things that haven't been really clarified about this story. Don't really make sense. Nope. So this guy was a star athlete. He was a great mm-hmm. student. He was volunteering for the church every day. He wow. was doing all the right stuff. There's no explanation of what set the shooter off. And they haven't found the shooter yet, which is really surprising oh, to me because wow. this was a crowded public pool. How do you yeah. not see somebody be like, bang? Boom. You know, but he's he's recovering, so that's a great part. Yeah, he's, he's he's doing fine. He's 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 recovering, but this is the really interesting part of the story to me. Uh, they talked to the mayor of the town about the incident, and the mayor of the town said it's a very un- unfortunate incident, and it, it's tarnished our community. We as a council and the mayor spent many hours sitting down and talking about what we need to do to move forward and keep our constituents safe. Then, this was where he derailed. He said, Leonard Robinson, he wouldn't be a good candidate to be shot. Word. What? What? Who's a good candidate to be oh shot? Oh, my gosh. Who would you have in your town that you're like, nah, Yep, this guy's sense. our designated shot taker. Yeah. He's, a good, he's a good candidate <laughs> to be shot. So, you know, what are you going to do? But Leonard... Not a good candidate. Nope. Why? Why would you say that, Mr. Mayor? After all Mayor? the hours that they talked through this speech, too. Why? Why, Mr. Mayor, would you say that? Guys, that's been ripped from the headlines. Let's go on to the second birthday suit. Come on, let's, now? Um, we can do it. We can I will not it. be singing this one. Oh, will you be acting? No. Uh, I will be telling you about their acting career. Our oh. birthday suit wearer was born in Honolulu. On June, Johnny Tsunami. What? No. On June, <laughs> June 20th, 1967. June 20th, 1967. 51. She lived most of her life in Australia. Australia. She has mate. dual citizenship. America, Australia. Australian Hawaiian lady. She started acting in... The, Whoa, excuse me. Hey, get started, easy. I almost threw up. Oh, oh. oh. God, this oh, is gross. She started acting in the mid-80s and uh, caught her big break in the movie Days of Thunder. Hmm. She went on to marry her co-host Almost. in that movie, Tom Cruise. Sweet. They were together for 11 years. She went on to play in movies like Batman Forever, Eyes Wide Shut, Cold Mountain. She's been married to Keith Urban since 2006. Yeah. Name that birthday suit. Where? Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Kidman, yes, indeed. I did not know that. 51. Mm -hmm. 51, gentlemen. What a nice lady, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. uh, She's still looking good. She's uh, she's very... I need uh, to look her up. She's a very private person, apparently. She's a very in, in, uh, introverted person. Really? Yeah, doesn't doesn't like the limelight. Gets very nervous when she goes. Well, to, that's hard uh, when you're an actor. Yeah. She well, doesn't look like a Hawaiian Australian. No, person. She, she, she looks, looks Irish. like very yeah, yeah like yeah. very very pale skin. Mm-hmm. Very, and then the white uh, hair, like hair. Blonde, hair. blonde hair. That's what those. Yeah, for. yeah, but old uh, old uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, that's right. Turning the big five one. Woo! Woo! Been with, uh, Happy birthday. Been with Keith Urban for uh, a good 12 years. Wow, um, sick. 
has stayed with him through the uh, the, the heroin uh, troubles. He's now oh, sober. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he had heroin. Issues. Yeah, he had to fight through it, man. Had to fight through it. Dang. And you know, of course, he's uh, he's, he's doing uh, well an now. Australian that sings country music. Keith Urban's Australian. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, if you ever hear him, he's got quite the yeah, Australian, Australian accent. Man. Oh, yeah, John Covers Cougar. You're like, what a country music star! Oh, he sounds like you're from Georgia, boy. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he's right there with Iggy Azalea, being a oh, crazy that's true. rapper uh, badass. Australian. That's Australian, and you're oh. like, what? Huh? You're not from Atlanta? What? I don't get it. Why shouldn't? Why? Why? Why aren't you talking about things like this? Isn't a knife? This is a knife. Like you know, that's what we know. Of this Australians. <laughs> We're really stereotyping you. Anyways, happy birthday to none other than Nicole Kidman. We are going to take a break, fellas. We're going to hear some of the sweet music from White Denim, locals of Austin, Texas. Woo! Nice. Actually, they didn't grow up in Texas, but they live there now. But still, they are from Austin, Texas. We're going to hear. Out from their old album because we're going to hear some of their new album after I talk to Steve Terabecki after this we're going to hear Ha 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 a single from their album Stiff Four Ha's and Take It Easy also from their album Stiff Take It Easy not that song I know I just wanted to not the Eagles nope White Mm -hmm. Denim right here on the Doc G Show keep it locked Guys, welcome back to the Doc G Show. We've got very special guest, Steve Terry Becky, Bassmaster General from the band White Denim. Steve, how's it going? Hmm. Great, man. How are you? You know, hanging in there, man. So you guys have an East Coast tour starting up this week. Uh, what's your favorite city on the East Coast to do uh, to to play a gig, and uh, what what venue would that be for you on the East Coast? Man, um, uh, I'm originally from the Dirty South, so I like playing all the all the Southern cities. Very nice. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to play Atlanta again, um, Chapel Hill. Um, we're playing Richmond later this year, um, but. On this tour, um, we're heading up to the Northeast pretty fast. Yeah. I like it. I like it, man. That sounds good. Uh, any particular venue in, uh, in Atlanta? Hmm. Um, you know, I like the, the Variety Playhouse. Um, Sweet. We played last. Um, um, Eventually build up to the Fox someday? Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to rush it. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, this upcoming tour, you're going to be playing it, uh, playing with Uni for most uh, of all the shows. Uh, how'd you guys decide to do the tour with Uni? Hmm. Um. You know, we uh, we played um, a show uh, at our studio with them mm-hmm. um, during South by Southwest, mm-hmm. um, and uh, thought they were really great. Um, we. We uh, ended up cutting um, 
T-Rex cover with them yeah. at our studio. Nice. And um, and yeah, we just um, gave them a shot, and they were into it. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I, yeah. Speaking of T Rex, I noticed those guys. They're 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 really big into dressing glam rock, man. Do you do you think you're going to borrow any of maybe of their their clothes during the show? I uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I w- I was watching some of their videos and I was like, man, they go all out. They got they got the whole they got the whole show. So it's it's going to be definitely some entertaining shows for sure. Yeah, that's going to be great. Uh, Speaking of that, I uh, saw in some of the promo pictures for the new album, uh, you decided not to go so much glam rock, but you did have a pretty sweet pair of uh, jean-printed pajama pants. Hell yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Are you planning on breaking those out anytime during the East Coast tour? Hmm. You know, um, I wasn't planning on it, but since you say something... um... Maybe I'll bring them along. It sounds I, like a pretty good idea. I have a feeling they could be a fan favorite. I mean, they're pretty nice, and they I definitely would expect them to be really comfortable. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't want to make Uni too jealous, but I think <laughs> might bring them along. Very nice. Sweet. Uh I've noticed, you know, you you, you you're a family man now. Uh you you weren't a family man, I'm guessing back. When you started the band, nope. Uh, no. How, how, how tough is it to go out on the road now that you have have a family? Hmm. You know, um, it's super tough. But um, my wife uh, is super supportive, um, and uh, and so it's made it a little bit easier. But uh, you know, we we kind of keep the tours limited to uh, two or three weeks before. We um, go back home, mm-hmm. so uh, that that helps. Um, our agents have been understanding nice. with uh, with that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, does everybody in the in the band have a family, or is it just you? Uh, three out of four of us do. Okay, okay. Now, has, yeah, so have dad you, rock. <laughs> have, have have your kids made it to a show yet? Hmm. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, we, we play every Saturday at our studio in April. Yeah, um, during the day, mm-hmm. and so uh, all of our kids made it out to a couple of those shows. So it was really cool to see them out there. Were they were they big fans of the music? Hmm. Um, <laughs> they were dancing. Yeah, oh. I think I think they were into it. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so after the East Coast tour, you've got uh, Float Fest in San Marcos, Texas. Uh, now, is this your first time doing Float Fest? It is, yeah. Yeah, you've got it. You got an eclectic group on the docket. A docket there. You've got Bass Nectar, uh, Snoop Dogg, Modest Mouse, Little Wayne, the Toadies, Coarse White Denim. Yes! Uh, do you think you'll have any time to do any floating during the the fest? Say what? <laughs> um, I hope so, man. That um that body of water is beautiful and. Um, you know, I'm I'm real um, curious about it. I mean, it seems dangerous, doesn't it? I yeah, mean, <laughs> a bunch of people floating on the water with like beers. And, well, I, well I got I got really excited because I was I was looking into it and I thought like maybe you could see the main stage from the floating, and then I realized like you'd actually sort of have to get out of the the body of water to really get to the main stage, and I was like, oh, that's 
That's not as lazy as I want it to be, but it's still, I mean, it's like you said. It's, uh, got it. I, I thought that you were just floating right up to this. Yeah, so so did I. That's the thing. And I was looking at it, and it seems to be on the side. As from what I could tell, it's sort of to the side of it. So, I mean, maybe if you had, like, some binoculars, you could get it. But, yeah. You know, I, and that's what I was wondering as far as, you know, maybe you play a little bit, and then you're like, all right, I'm going to... I'm gonna go float a little bit, guys. I'll be back. You know? Sweet. Yeah, well, that sounds a lot safer. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna definitely try to float for Snoop Dogg. That sounds great. Very nice. Very nice. So, let's talk about the new album uh, performance. It's coming out uh, August 24th. You've got two singles out right now, magazine, and it might get dark. Yes! Two singles have been killing it on streaming services, from what I can tell. I mean. Seem to be on all kinds of playlists on Apple. Seems to be doing great. This is your eighth album as White Denim. Uh, but this is the first album with Conrad and Michael, right? That's right, yeah. Uh, how, how how was it uh, different with Conrad and Michael? How did you, you know, sort of have to, I guess, uh, learn your way with those two new members? Hmm. Well, um, you know, uh, the last record we did, Stiff, um, we also had members and so we um we have a little bit of experience <laughs> uh, making records with uh with new guys now but um, yeah on this record um we uh we did it a little bit differently because um we we wrote all the music um and all the arrangements um before uh we did uh the vocals and the lyrics mm. um which was uh I think a little bit challenging for yeah. for James, um, <laughs> but um, it uh, yeah it um, it made it cool because the the whole um, arrangement of the songs was real open. You know, we um, we could just kind of uh, let the music um, take us wherever yeah. we were feeling. Yeah. So now, does James normally prefer to do the lyrics first and then make the uh, music after? I think that. Um, I think that that's normally how he does it, or, yeah. at, least, or at least he has um, some uh, kind of melodic idea yeah. um, built in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then there's tweaks to the arrangement and stuff after that. But yeah, this was just straight up um, riffs um, and, you know, coming up with arrangement with just uh, the instrumentation and uh, no, you know, we, we definitely were thinking about... Um, the lyrics and i think that james did uh, it might get dark the, the words before um mm-hmm. the music on mm-hmm. that one but all the other ones um yeah it was it was music first which was uh the first time we've done a whole record like that nice nice now uh aside from that uh musically uh how, how would you say this album differs from stiff as far as you know maybe influences and whatnot huh um <laughs> You know, I I think um, that there is definitely um, uh, more of a kind of groovy, like T-Rex kind of mm-hmm. um, vibe that happens, especially on magazine and it might get dark. Yeah. Um, Sweet. But uh, yeah, you know, um, really the same influences as, as uh, that we always have, like XTC and Joe Jackson and Grand Funk. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Um, yeah. Well, I, but uh, with uh, with these new guys, those influences kind of took a 
a new shape. So it was, it was cool. You, do they do they bring a, a sort of a new influence to the table? Do they have very uh, I guess different musical uh, you know background from you and James, or is it uh, is it somewhat similar? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, definitely um, different than than we've worked with before, which which is always a good thing, you know. Um, uh, Conrad uh, is super great. Um, and super smart musically um and so uh it was just you know it just it felt really natural um nice writing songs with them nice uh so your musical influences i mean they seem to be all over the board i heard you talking to uh mike watt on his show uh was was mike a big influence i mean i know you mentioned it actually in the interview but how how big of an influence as far as a basis was he for you hmm. he was huge man i mean uh you know i was a violinist um oh growing up um but then when when it came time to um play rock and roll music when i was about 12 or 13 um it was uh the minimum that ultimately um led to my decision to play bass nice uh, I just went, I had to, you know, I had to learn those, those parts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was huge. Very nice. Do you still play the violin every now and then? Um, you know, not as much as I'd like. Um, I still have it Yeah. and I get it out occasionally, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty rusty. <laughs> Which by the way, when I was listening to that Mike Watt interview, I mean he plays a mean bass, but uh he, he's an interesting interviewer, man. That dude was he knows way too many places and way too many bands. I, I I don't see how you kept up with who he was thinking of in this interview. When he brought up Bradford Cox and he had no idea Bradford Cox's name and he was trying to think of it, I was completely lost. And then you nailed you're like, Yeah, Bradford and I was like, What? I got nothing over here. I don't think I know enough musicians to go on his show, man. Nope. Yeah, I uh, I think I lucked out on that one. Plus, I used to live in Atlanta, so mm. I kind of have that connection. Yeah. Well, sp- speaking of that interview, you uh, you were talking about different influences, and you brought up uh, how you, you bought your first album. You bought was Smashing Pumpkins, uh, and then you started playing some bass and some of the few songs you started playing as far as covers, CCR, and you just mentioned uh, Minutemen was what brought you in uh, to uh, to starting to play bass. And then uh, you, you also mentioned that interview, your dad used to play The Residence uh, when you were going to sleep. Do you think all of these, like, you know, eclectic music groups i mean because you know that's 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 spanning some some different genres do you think they can all sort of be seen uh in your in your music with uh with white denim yeah for sure man i mean at least i try to um you know he uh my dad had such a large record collection growing up that um that you know i i feel like i really rarely um listen to the same thing twice um for like the first maybe 17 or 18 years of my life <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so uh i feel like um you know may- maybe uh some of that um uh add kind of leaks in the white denim a little bit <laughs> um you know uh and you know i know james is the same way you know i mean yeah. as far as what he listens to is 
you know, tons of different stuff. What, what would you guess? How, how many how many vinyls did your dad have? Hmm. Um, shoot, man. I, I'm not sure at the height of it, but I would say four or five thousand maybe wow yeah it but, was a florida ceiling kind of vibe on multiple just sort of just sort of swimming through a sea there when you had them all around you looking yeah nice nice yeah totally That's uh, cool well speaking of that you know since your dad was big into the vinyl and, and you grew up on that is it an important thing for you because i mean i've seen you know the the pre-sale for the new album you can get it on vinyl is that is that really important for you? Do you feel like you need to have your albums on vinyl, or is that just you know, whatever? You don't really care. Hmm. No, it, it is important to us. I mean, we 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 feel like uh, vinyl is way more of an artifact than mm-hmm. the CD, or obviously streaming is not an artifact yeah. at, at all. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we we still think that. Um, Vinyl sounds better than CDs, and uh, and and it's nice to have bigger art. (laughs) Very nice, very nice. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I'm I'm still a vinyl collector, um, and really haven't been a CD collector um, since I was a kid. I kind of went back to vinyl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Same here. (laughs) Uh, Well, speaking of musical influences, I noticed a while back. I think it was on Instagram uh, that Elton John put you on his playlist on beats one apple music that's uh that's pretty awesome uh were you guys yeah. were you guys pretty jazzed when you saw elton john like one of your songs say what uh, we were i mean it was it was completely unexpected you know um yeah <laughs> um first of all i didn't even know he had a radio show so yeah um so that was part of it but uh yeah we were we were really really pumped uh that uh that that happened yeah well speaking of that uh i mean aside from elton john has there ever been a band or an artist that you've like really looked up to and then you found out they liked a song or they liked you as a band and you were just like blown away and you're like wow i didn't know that that that's that's crazy Hmm. um it's happened a few times over the years um uh mike watt being one of them yeah um but also uh, Lou Barlow um, and the Missing Men. Yeah. Um, yeah, those guys uh, just showed up at a show one time, which was really cool to see him look down at the crowd and see Lou Barlow. Did it Did um, it make you nervous when you looked down? All of a sudden, you're like, "Holy, holy, holy crap!" I got. What? <laughs> um, you know, I was more nervous uh, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, talking to him. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then uh, also. Um, there was this prog band growing up um, called Anekdoten, um, mm-hmm. and they were from Sweden. Mm-hmm. And we played this little bar in Sweden one time, um, and we were backstage, and I was talking to him about prog music, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's so great that um, Sweden like, is kind of keeping the prog torch going. Um, and I was like, uh, have you ever heard of this band Anekdoten? And he was like, that is my band. I'm a big but fan it, of your band. Was, yeah, that was probably the the you know, most unlikely one. Yeah. Um, that that excited me the most, but yeah. Nice. Well it was speaking of other, you know, 
great occurrences that I, that I thought was pretty awesome. Uh, your your song "Let's Switch It Up" was chosen by Nintendo for their reveal trailer of Nintendo Switch. That's right. Uh, how big of a deal was classic NES growing up for you? Because oh, it was huge, man. I mean, yeah. I had it um, at age five. Um, yeah, my parents bought it for me, yeah. and. Uh, and I mean, it was probably too big of a part of my life um, <laughs> until I was about twelve or thirteen when I started playing more music. Yeah, was was your favorite game on the classic NES? Hmm. Um, you know, probably RC Pro Am. Oh, okay, nice. I played that racing game a lot. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, shoot. Ever get into Contra? Hmm. Um, I did, but it was. Too hard, <laughs> so uh, I didn't play it as much. Like yeah. I, I feel like I wore out RC Pro Am and like <laughs> Mario Brothers Three and like Ninja Turtles Two and nice. stuff like that. Nice man. Um, well, I noticed you guys. You you put a you know you had that picture, uh, one of the promo pictures there with the Nintendo Game Box. Like it, yeah. was, it was the cover. Who who did that for you? Hmm. Uh, my uh, old buddy Will Slary, who actually lives in Roanoke. Nice. No. Yeah. Nice. I uh, used to live right beside Roanoke, actually. Yes. I was right down. I'm right down the street. I uh, I grew up in Blacksburg. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice, man. Well, uh, switching back to the music, you've, you've mentioned it a couple of times uh, throughout the interview, but you guys recently got into the, the studio business. Um, you guys yeah. now own uh, Studio Radio Milk uh, down in Austin. Uh, how did you get the idea and the opportunity to make the studio? Hmm. Well, you know, um, we've always um, sort of... Uh, um, been partners or uh, made friends with studio owners, um, mm -hmm. and for a while we had um, a deal with the studio in town where you know we we pretty much didn't have to worry about you know um, blocking out dates because we kind of had first dibs on it and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's always and you know before before that uh, our drummer um, he had a studio in his trailer. Um, mm -hmm. So we were just able to record whenever we wanted to, which is, you know, really the idea. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we finally just uh, you know had an opportunity to um, to put all all the crap that we've uh, <laughs> collected over the years in the same room. Nice. And um, you know, got a couple of uh, um, special pieces, you know, to put in there as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we just really lucked out finding this. Um, a good space um, close to downtown um, and with great neighbors and uh, um, yeah it's, it's been it's been super sweet very nice very nice now you guys didn't record the new album there but you mixed the new album there right that's right yeah very nice and I guess I guess, I guess the uh, mixing went real well in the new studio Oh yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Right now, you you mentioned before uh, when you're talking about uh, Uni, you guys uh, put on some shows there. Do you continue? Do you plan on continuing putting on shows there? Hmm. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, uh, in the summer it's way too hot to put anybody through um, <laughs> uh, an outdoor show. Yeah. But, um, 
once it starts cooling off a little bit again, um, I think we're gonna gonna put some more shows on for sure. Very nice, man. Very nice. Well, Steve, I want to wish you luck on the uh, upcoming East Coast tour, but we're against a break, man. I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, man. Listeners, make sure to t- check out White Denim on their East Coast tour. All the tour dates are on their website, whitedenimmusic.com, or you can check them out on Instagram and Twitter at White uh, Denim Music. And don't forget to check out their new album. Yeah. Let's hear the new two new singles. It might get dark and magazine right here on the Doc G show. And we are back yes! here on the Doc G Show. Man, am I right? Huh? Am I right? You're right. A little white denim. You're left. Huh? You just heard a little magazine, and it might get dark by mm-hmm. white denim. Check it out. My goodness. If you're on the East Coast, make sure you check out their shows. They got Do a whole it. tour. Can't wait. As you heard from Mr. Steve Terabecki. Terabecki. Good stuff. Uh, thanks to him for coming on the show. I was hoping he was going to be a big Contra fan on Nintendo. Girl, come on! I know that's probably uh, before your young whippersnapper days. Yep. But no it's clue. a fantastic game. Came out in 87. Contra. My God. Sounds familiar. It was my first love of Nintendo games. <laughs> yeah? My goodness. I couldn't beat it 25 years or 22 years of my life. Nope. Then you finally beat it. I finally beat it. And now I can beat it without losing a life. It's a big achievement. It's a big achievement. You put that on your resume? I do. Nice. Not really. I feel like people would really wonder. Uh, Why it took you so long? (laughs) It took (laughs) 22 years devoting my life to being Contra. They'd be like, wow, we don't need you. Um, All right, guys. Once again, thanks, Tara Becky, for coming on the show. Thank you. Big ups. Good stuff. Um, Are you ready? Yep. For stop faking the funk. Yes, sir. Haven't played this in a while. I suck at it, though. This is a fairly uh, two generic ones. I feel like these are very, both could happen easily. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to have to cipher it out, which one is which. Okay. First headline. Homeowner returns from work, uh, returns home from work, interrupts alleged pot and cake party. Wait, what? Pot and cake party. Homeowner returns home from work, mm-hmm. interrupts alleged pot and cake party. Okay. I love cake. Homeowner too. is arrested <laughs> for throwing Roman orgy-themed LSD party. That what? sounds awesome. That sounds like that sounds that like um, I think the typical pot and Saturday. cake one is the one that actually happened. I'll go with pot and cake as well. Is the real no man? This no, no, sucks. No, no. LSD. Oh, I was Roman. shaking my head for Dave oh. being so good at this game. Yes, <laughs> so good at calling my bluffs, man. Take that. So good. Uh, I stink at it. So in Morganfield, Kentucky. Okay. Unnamed lady, because she didn't want to be named about this story. Pot and cake. Uh, was coming home from work. She came home around six or three p.m. to find four young men. Mm-hmm. At least one of them being an acquaintance <laughs> of her son. Okay. Uh, they were sprinting out of the home. Police said when the individuals broke into the home, 
They had baked a cake. What? Wow. And were preparing to eat the cake mm-hmm. and some ice cream mm-hmm. when the homeowner came back. Say what? Apparently, the police chief said the group apparently couldn't find icing, so they opened a jar of homemade jam and were using it to ice the cake. Oh, that's cool. sad. Jam and cake. Um, they also, of course, had a lot of marijuana mm-hmm. as well. Seems about right. Um, so the lady's son wasn't involved? No, wasn't involved. Now... I bet you he got in trouble. There though. was something going on behind the scenes that they haven't unraveled. He yet. went to like go buy the icing or something. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, okay, I'll buy some icing, but if not, let's use jam. I <laughs> got cam- Concord grape. While making the cake, one of the men had taken his shoes off. Mm-hmm. I guess didn't want to get the carpet dirty. Well, nice. that's thoughtful of him. Um, when running out Very of the conscious. house, he grabbed the wrong pair of shoes. He grabbed uh, one of the son's pairs of shoes. Nice. So he's also wanted for theft. Wow, oh. you could do you. Wow. Yeah. So, so many questions for this group, uh, and I gotta say, only a group of stoned individuals can do this. Would be like, you know what we should do? We should go over to Frank's mom's house, make a cake with ice cream, and smoke some more weed. Yes. Which, if there was a stoned individual, a non-stoned individual in the group, they would have been like, "Hey, don't you think we should probably just go to Publix and get a cake?" Yep. They're like eight dollars, and we don't have to bake it. Yeah, we're getting, we don't exactly. have to wait. Or get arrested. And we don't have to get arrested for breaking. Maybe they're avid bakers. But there was no non-stoned individual, and so talk, all these four said, too. "Let's head over to Frank's mom's house." I'm just making up Frank, by the way. Don't know if that's his. Nope. That Frank the Tank. So these guys are in trouble. These four fellas. Mm-hmm. So bad news for those fellas in Morganfield, Kentucky, but. Try to learn your lesson. Don't go making cakes in people's houses that aren't yours. Yep. True. Do it at your own house if and you're I high. And I mean, <laughs> this lady means business, too. I what mean, because I got to be honest. If it was one of my friend, parents' friends' house, they would have been like, you're an idiot, and I don't like you being in my house. But I don't think they would have called the cops. Nope. This lady meant business. She was yeah, like, I don't I'm like these cops. screw curves. your life up. I'm getting the cops involved. You potheads. All right, guys. Last birthday suit. Ooh. Here we go. Whoop, this whoop. Let's act- do it. This one's another acting one. Come on now. Dang it. I'm so bad at these. Born on June 20th, 1952. There weren't any There weren't any athletes, Dave. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, a birthday suit wearer was born in T-T. Afton, Missouri. Hmm. Throughout high school, our birthday suit uh, wearer loved football, mm-hmm. where he earned a scholarship to Missouri State University. Okay. Wow. Later in college, however... An injury ended his football career, Mm. so he decided to become an actor. In 1988, he landed his most memorable role of his career. He began to play Dan O'Connor in the TV show Roseanne. He also played in movies The Big Lebowski, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, The Flintstones. John Goodman, baby. Oh. John Goodman. He is a big guy. Yeah, he must have been an offensive lineman. Offensive lineman. Wait, 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 wait. Dan. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? No, no, no. You said what? John Goodman, right? Yeah. Huh? Yes. Okay. Sorry. I was. What's thinking, happening I was here? Thinking, I was thinking John Candy. I thought you said. John oh no! Candy. Oh no! No. I'm sorry. I was John Goodman. The wrong John. And I just thought you, you wanted would, us I, to be wrong. I just, yeah, I just you didn't want us to write. You didn't be want us to succeed. Well, God. in fairness, you would have been wrong without <laughs> help. 
But yeah, but know. I got Justin. That's right, you do. And That's I won. It. Stop faking the funk. Then John, when well, you guys have a good, a good, good back and forth yeah, right here. Good relationship. Ying we give and take. Yeah, shampoo so, and conditioner. So, <laughs> PB and J. Um, what else? One thing, nothing. Fluffer nutter no. and bananas. What? Oh, nope. I can, I can wow. dig that. You got exotic. Um, uh, bread and. Butter, bread, lamb, cheese, pumpernickel. I don't know. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Brian Pumpernickel. He also hosted. By the way, this is a fun fact. Hosted Saturday Night Live thirteen times. Wow. Only people that have beat him as far as more times hosted: Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin. Dang. Nice. Steve, Steve Martin, Martin has the most. By the way. No, no, sorry. Alec got Baldwin. Reverse. Alec Baldwin has the most. By the Do way. you know oh. the number? I think it was eighteen. Fun fact of the day. Holy. Eighteen. Yeah. So, yes, John Goodman, everybody. John Goodman turning the big uh, six, uh, six, 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 six. Dang. Yes. Happy birthday to him. Guys, it has been a fantastic show. Am I right? It yes, was sir, fun, Don. Fantastic show. Also, I want to uh, throw down throw down a big, uh, we'll throw big it down. plug. Oh, plug it up. Marcus King coming oh, on the true. show. Oh, true, true, Wait. Say what? Marcus King the plug. I've been trying this. I've been trying to get Marcus on I've the show for... I've been trying this. Nine months, ten months. Yeah, been finally, with his finally wooed him over. He's been giving me hassles, man. He's been giving me hassles, but no no problems. They're He's making you work hey, for man, it. Hey, man, no pain, no gain. They're all busy, you I, know? I don't know. Super busy. And our show, our tens of listeners hasn't drawn him in yet. But now, tons of listeners. Drawing we got him. him in. Reeling him in. He's gonna be playing in my uh, in Jacksonville on the thirtieth. So. Ooh, thirtieth of June. June, yeah. Nice. Coming up next weekend. Dang. So can't wait for June that. June thirtieth. Be fantastic. But until then, we're gonna have to take down this show. I'm gonna take down the banner. <laughs> Me taking down yeah, that the was a good one. Show. Nope. That was a good uh, sound effect. I have been your host. I forgot which uh, name I up. Uh, Doctor G Bersoni. With me as always, Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista. I hope the ride of your life was the best ride of your life. This one. You think we gave it to him? No, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was an hour long, that's, so that's a pretty good ride. That was confident. I don't know. No, no. And as always. In the co-passenger seat, Dave Burles, Berlin. All this talk about PB&J made me hungry, so I'm going to go make one. I'm Peace hungry. out. Peace Get out. Get one quick, man. Get yep. one quick. Yep. You got that game coming. I know. going to f- energy fuel myself. There you go. Fueling the energy. I like it. Until next week, everybody, zip it up and zip it out. Zippity-doo-dah.